I'm choosing Philippians, which is my favorite book. And it's chapter 2, verses 1 through 11. Look, I'm reading this from the Passion Translation. Look at how much encouragement you found in your relationship with the Anointed One. You are filled to overflowing with His comforting love. You have experienced a deepening friendship with the Holy Spirit and have felt His tender affections and mercy. So I am asking you, my friends, that you be joined together in perfect unity with one heart, one passion, and united in one love. Walk together with one harmonious purpose, and you will fill my heart with unbounding joy. Be free from pride-filled opinions, for they will only harm your cherished unity. Don't allow self-promotion to hide in your heart, but in authentic humility, put others first and view others as more important than yourselves. Abandon every display of selfishness Possess a greater concern for what matters to others instead of your own interests. And consider the example that Jesus, the Anointed One, has set before us. Let his mindset become your mindset. He existed in the form of God, yet he gave thought, he gave no thought to seizing equality with God as his supreme pride. Instead, he emptied himself of his outward glory by reducing himself in the form of a lowly servant. He became human. He humbled himself and he became vulnerable, choosing to be revealed as a man and was obedient. He was a perfect example, even in his death, a criminal's death by crucifixion. Because of that obedience, God exalted him and multiplied his greatness he has now been given the greatest of all names the authority of the name of Jesus causes every knee to bow and reverence everything and everyone will one day submit to this to his name in the heavenly realm in the earthly realm and in the demonic realm and every tongue will proclaim it in every language that Jesus Christ is Lord Yahweh bringing glory and honor to God, his Father. That's Philippians 2 from the Passion Translation. And if you're interested in the Passion Translation, they don't have the whole Bible done yet. Um, they have the New Testament and Psalms, I believe. And I was led to the Passion Translation by watching the app Pluto and on there is a channel called Hillsong Channel which is really good and they had a women's conference called Color they used the Passion Translation during one of the sermons and I was like wow that just sounded really rich and it really really sounds personal which I think the scripture should be I don't believe that someone in a pulpit or someone on a podcast should tell you exactly what to believe and that you should believe exactly what that person believes. I believe that I will read the scripture and I ask that you also go back and read the scripture and ask God what he's telling you. 
the scriptures are there to be used and they should be used in a properly way um, but more importantly they should be used as a tool to help you in that walk with Jesus now in Philippians I will give you some background information this was written by Paul and he was actually in jail at the time and the church in Philippi was like what are we gonna do Paul's in jail he's our access to Christ to being Christian and he's in jail and they didn't know how to live they didn't know how to go about their daily lives anymore with Paul being gone and at the same time Paul's in jail and he's like hey you know it's a good thing I'm in jail because I get to talk to the guards about Jesus so I'm spreading the message while I'm in here you need to keep spreading the message and Paul does a great job of encouraging the people and telling them that hey you God created you to do the same work that I'm doing you don't have to rely on me to go about the Lord's business and I think he does it beautifully especially in this passion translation and he describes Jesus talking about how vulnerable he came into the world as an infant and how he became a man and that he emptied himself he became God on earth and what a powerful message that is and that his name is now equal to God and that every language every person in every single part of creation is going to say the name of Jesus Christ and that image is just overwhelming for me and another thing the scripture I I sign at a church that I'm not ordained in that's not community of Christ I really really enjoy their worships they're more contemporary and when I'm signing I try to empty myself before the service and just when I pray I pray with my hands open I don't clasp my hands I pray with my hands open and I I pray that my hands will be used for him not my own when I stand on that stage I'm not there to be famous I'm not there to what's the word I'm looking for I'm not there for myself I'm there for the deaf as an elder in the community of Christ I have got to be pastor I've got to be a youth minister for a lot of years which I really really enjoyed and I just right now with the church being closed and everything being online I'm having a hard time with my denomination I'll just outright say it I also sign at another church here in town on Wednesday nights for their youth group and you know they have let go of fear I guess you could say they don't wear masks they hug each other and they the youth meet in a room and the chairs are right next to each other 
there isn't any six feet distance. The church I sign at, people wear masks, people sit with distance between them, which I'm okay with. I'm okay with wearing a mask. But at the same time, I feel like we're missing the unity that Paul talks about in the scripture. He wants, God wants us to have fellowship with other believers so that we can be encouraged as well. I have a friend who is a Christian, deep, deep Christian, has a deep, deep faith, but doesn't go to church. And this person has been hurt by people in the church. It's the people in the church, not the church, but people in the church. This person works out his faith on his own, which is okay, I guess. That's where he's at in his walk. I, plus he's an introvert. I am an extrovert. Two weeks before lockdown, I had to be restrained to my home because I had surgery on my foot and I was not to be up walking around. And I ignored that message and I went and taught a sign class two days after I had my foot surgery. And I went up my stairs when I wasn't supposed to. And the minute I could go out that door, I did. But that minute was when the lockdown happened. And it has been killing me because I've lost that. I've lost that connection with people. We're talking through a computer, listening to podcasts. We're have that separation and that's not what God wants for us God wants us to be unified right now in the world with all the black lives matter and all lives matter and which ones matter you know what it's the unity the unity is what we need to look at I had a really really interesting week so I figured out what the scripture was I read what the scripture was for this week and I wrote it down and then Monday night I started a Bible study for women and it's all about getting those toxic messages out of your head like you're not good enough and all that kind of stuff and the scripture for the next 10 weeks is Philippians 2 there it was blatantly in my face and then Tuesday I was sitting in my car for an hour while my son was at the counselors and I read the scripture over and over again was asking God what am I supposed to say and I wrote out this wonderful four pages and I came home and I'm like nope uh, nope that's not what I want to say Wednesday I went to the church they kind of alluded to the scripture they didn't outright say it but they alluded to it they mentioned a little bit of it Thursday was a bad day I had a bad day at work and I came home and I thought that I was going to do some stuff that night and then it didn't happen and I just kind of had those toxic messages just in my head again like I'm not good enough I'm not worthy I'm I'm just not who God wants me to be and I'm not 
someone that people want to be around and I was just really in my head which is kind of funny because I'm doing this Bible study and then Friday I have the opportunity every other week to drive to Olathe, Kansas so that my son can visit his dad we live in Des Moines, Iowa and so it's roughly four hours because we stop for dinner so four hours down and then the four hours back I'm pretty much alone in my car sometimes I talk to people on the phone that's when I make my calls to my friends and whatnot as soon as those calls are done I turn on the Christian music and sometimes it becomes an absolute time of worship just me and God in my car and I just I feel his presence during those times and I was listening to a friend of mine's podcast who they had they had talked about the scripture they talked about the whole chapter and I was like okay and then I listened to another guy preacher from Arizona talk about scripture and then I listened to another guy I don't know where he's from talk about scripture but nothing was just really clicking I came home got home like at 1 30. Saturday I went to a Catholic conference now I didn't get to hear a lot of the speakers but I was there for what's called the chaplet which is where they kind of go through the rosary and they sing and I watched like I said I watched the interpreters and I watched those Catholics sitting in that auditorium and they were worshiping they were worshiping their God they had that unity that Paul talks about in the scripture they were hugging outside of the auditorium there I was talking to a gentleman and explained to him that you know I'm ordained in the community of Christ and he referred me to a book for converts and I ended up buying that book I haven't read it yet but anyway so Saturday was just an oddball day for me and then today I was signing at the church and they sang the song what a beautiful name and that talks about what a beautiful name Jesus Christ is and they sing another song called living hope and in the words they talk about how I called out your name in the middle of the night and I signed it Jesus help me for some reason it, that's the way I felt like signing it and I guess this this Sunday was just the service was just very very powerful the music set was just right right there and I made a few mistakes like I always do but I felt the spirit there was one song oh my gosh it was like I was having an out-of-body experience the spirit was right there and then the sermon the sermon was fantastic and I'm signing the sermon and I just I just felt the spirit there today like it was unbelievable and I get in my car and I have four hours of you know just myself and I'm listening to the Christian music and I was able to worship again and I was like what am I gonna talk about what am I gonna talk about but I guess I'm talking about something right so I'm talking about encouragement 
encouraging each other in this time of covid in this time of separation we need to build unity we need to do that by encouraging each other we need to help people on their path everybody is called to do something on this earth everybody's given a gift and if you're not using your gift you're not participating in your walk with Christ that's that's my belief it's like as an elder in this church right now our churches are closed and I have a real hard time worshiping online I just I feel that disconnect and it it interferes with it interferes with my faith is the best way to put it so back to the scripture with the unity that he's calling for something that we need to work on we have separation all over the world we have families that are separated from each other I always look forward to the 4th of July the 4th of July has been my family's holiday and my brother oh my gosh he he does pyrotechnics I mean just and I was looking forward to having that 4th of July party and spending time with my family and it didn't happen this year and it missed it and my son even mentioned it he's like mom this just doesn't feel like the 4th of July like it normally does and I'm like yeah son I know I don't know how to get that back I don't and it's one of the things that is in my prayers it's like God I am such an extrovert and I need to be around people people give me energy people help me on my path with Christ they encourage me they help me when I have problems getting feedback from others is really really important to me so I believe that that is something that we need to do as people is look for that time of unity with someone whether it's Bible study whether it's a phone call whether it's actually in person going to someone's house it's okay to wear a mask like I said But yeah, this this week has been crazy. Crazy for me. So, the, the other suggested scripture was from the Doctrine and Covenants, which, as a member of the Community of Christ, you would know that our Doctrine and Covenants is because we are a prophetic people. We have our president and prophet of our church, Steve Vesey, right now. Um, this scripture actually came... In 2010 and when he fasts and he prays just like Jesus did when he was tempted and all that but he fasts and he prays and he asks the Lord what do I need to tell the people of the community of Christ what is my message from you to them and then we as a people we read the message we hear the message and then we pray about the message and we decide whether it gets added 
to our scriptures, our Doctrine and Covenants or not. I can't remember any scripture or any prophetic message that has not been added, but I may be wrong. But anyway, um, so this is from section 164. Like I said, um, it's from 2010. And it's uh, verse 9. Beloved children of the restoration, your continuing faith adventure with God has been divinely led events. Challenging and sometimes surprisingly to you. By the grace of God, you are poised to fulfill God's ultimate vision for the church. When your willingness to live in sacred community as Christ's new creation exceeding your, exceeds your natural fear of spiritual and relational transformation, you will become who you are called to be. The rise of Zion, the beautiful, the peaceful reign of Christ awaits your wholehearted response to the call to make a stead and steadfastly hold to God's covenant of peace in Jesus Christ. This covenant entails sacramental living that respects and reveals God's presence and reconciling activity in creation. It requires whole life stewardship dedicated to expanding the church's restoring ministries, especially those devoted to asserting the worth of all persons, protecting the sacredness of creation, and relieving physical and spiritual suffering. If you truly would be community of Christ, then embody and live the concerns and passions of Christ. The challenges and opportunities are momentous. If you remain, sorry, I'm reading this with very little light. Will you remain hesitant in the shallows? Mm, let me try this again. <laughs> Will you remain hesitant in the shadows of your fears and your insecurities and competing loyalties? Or will you move forward in the light of your divinely instilled call and vision? The mission of Jesus Christ is what matters most <laughs> is what matters most in the journey ahead. I'm so sorry. I'm having a hard time reading this with the light that I have in this room. So again, talking about your call, your walk. If you're truly the community of Christ, which community of Christ, I'm speaking as everyone who's a believer. You don't have to belong to this church to believe in Jesus. You can. I feel like I said I feel Jesus in other churches I feel his response to me in other churches as well but here he spoke to the people in 2010 about our journeys and how we need to respect all people and we need to respect 
our world, our creation. We need to take care of our world and our creation. We need to take care of other people. And what are we going to do? Are we going to go the way of the world? Or are we going to go with Jesus? Which path are we going to take? And are we going to use our calling? Or are we going to hide it? So that's my message for this week. This is the second time I recorded it. And I hope that uh, this week encouraged you. And that you'll come back and listen again to what I have to say next week. And that you will go back and read Philippians 2. And go online and read section 164 of the Doctrine and Covenants. But make sure you say Community of Christ because the Mormons don't have it. But, yeah. Um, I'm going to close in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this opportunity to sit at my table and share this message with those that are listening. And Lord, please bless them this week as they go about the things that they need to do. Give them the encouragement that they need to move forward, to find that calling, to take that time to pray with you. And they take the time to listen to what it is that God is telling them when they read scripture and when they're in prayer with you. May they have a good week. And bless the world because we need it right now. These things we ask in your son's name.